Blog Talk Radio. I know the Bible is right. It's the Bible has the answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m., Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m., and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams, live on Never Handed So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level. Well, the Bible is right. The Bible is right. We thank God that the Bible is right, and we know that it's right. Amen. Glory to God. I thank God for Jesus. I thank God that the Bible is right. Beloved, we're in the we're starting a brand new chapter. We finished up chapter 21, and we're now in chapter 22, the first verse. Amen. And we're reading out of the Protestant King James Version Bible. Amen. Glory to God. I explained about that in other uh, shows. Amen. Why I mentioned Protestant and the King James. Glory to God. Well, in 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 uh, Proverbs twenty two one, in the King James version, it says, "Quote, a good name is rather to be chosen than great riches and loving favor." rather than silver and gold. A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches. You know, um, years ago, as I meditated on this verse, I thought about the prodigal son. And you remember the story of the prodigal son, fifteen, Luke 15. And the prodigal son, it said he went into a far country and wasted his substance. And people tend to think that that only meant he wasted his money. But but there's so more, a person has so much more substance than just money. He has his innocence. He has his reputation. He has his family name. Amen. Glory to God. And the Bible says that a good name is rather to be chosen than silver and gold. Why is that? A good name or a good having a good reputation is rather to be chosen. Because with a good reputation, uh, God and men, they can open up doors for you that no amount of money can open up for you. Amen. There are societies, peoples, whatever. It doesn't matter how much money you have, but it does matter your character, your background, your pedigree, uh, your reputation, what you're made out of. Amen. And a good, a, a good name, a good reputation can cause things to come to you that no amount of money, a person trying to buy it, 
can. Amen. I think about the uh, Simon Mangus who wanted to buy the Holy Spirit when he saw that the Holy Spirit was given uh, when the apostles uh, uh, laid their hands on folks. The Holy Spirit was given. He thought he could buy it. And Peter said, I'm sorry, he thought he could buy him. The Holy Spirit is a person. He's not an it. He's a person. Um, He thought that he could buy the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Didn't know, glory to God, that the Holy Spirit was given. Amen. That God gives the Holy Spirit to those that believe him. Amen. Glory to God. And so you can't even get the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Without the action of God. Amen. God's approval upon your life. You know, when Job lost all that he had, when he lost all that he had, who gave him back all his wealth? Who gave him his wealth both times? Both the first time when he lost his wealth and the second time when he was given twice as much wealth. Who gave him his wealth? It was God. He lost his gold and silver, but God gave it back to him. Why? Because he walked uprightly with God. He had a good reputation, and he walked upright before God. Joseph, so many things came to Joseph. Now, Joseph was a slave in Egypt, and before he was promoted to prime minister, he got the most phenomenal jobs and things all because of his reputation for honesty, integrity, doing the right thing. Amen. Glory to God. All of that was given to him because of his good name. And glory to God. Same thing as we mentioned before, the the prodigal son. The prodigal son, when he came back to the father. Amen. Glory to God. His name was, uh, what he did was tarnished. But he had his father's name. Amen. It was relationship and his father's name. And he got back everything he had lost before. He entered in the joy, into the joy of the father. Amen. All because of his father's name upon him. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna read I wanna read something. Go to Genesis twenty three. This is a story that I've I've always liked this story. And I've liked this story because of Abraham's humility and because of his good name. With the people Genesis 23 Amen I got to get there myself Genesis 23 It says This is when Abraham was, was Wanted a burying place To bury his wife Glory to God 23 I'm in 24 Why, do I, why am I in 24 23 And Sarah was 107 And 20 years old these were the were the years of the life of Sarah, and Sarah died and cursed Jarabah. The same is Hebron in the land of Canaan, and Abraham came to mourn for Sarah and to weep for her. And Abraham stood up from before his dead, and spake unto the sons of Heath, saying, "I am a stranger and a sojourner with you." Give me a possession of a burying place with you that I may bury my dead out of my sight. 
Now, people didn't give up their land, and they sure didn't give up their cemetery, the places where they bury their dead, to an absolute stranger. That was out of the question. And then you're a Hebrew, you're a foreign person. That was out of the question. All this was out of the question. Amen? But look at verse 5. And the children of Hiss answered Abraham, saying unto him, Hear us, my Lord. Thou art a mighty prince among us. In the choice of our sepulchres, bury thy dead. None of us shall withhold from thee his sepulcher, but that thou mayest bury thy dead. Did you hear that? They said there is nobody in our entire tribe that will withhold their cave or their burying place from you, Abraham. What a reputation Abraham had. He said, hear us, my Lord. Thou art a mighty prince among us. Amen. So Abraham had, a, had acted like a prince and was regarded as a prince among them. He had a sterling reputation. And because of that, because of it, that reputation, when he needed a burying place for Sarah and he asked them, they said, not only can you get it, but you can anybody pick who, whoever came you want to put her in. You have our permission. We won't withhold any cave from you, not even the caves of our chiefs. You can bury your dead. Abraham, you're a mighty prince among us. And then look what Abraham does. And this is a, one of the reasons why he had such a good reputation and had such profound respect among people. Look at verse 7. And Abraham stood up and bowed himself to the people of the land, even to the children of Hif. And he communed with them, saying, If it be your mind that I should bury my dead out of my sight, hear me and entreat for me to Ephron, the son of Zohar, that he may give me the cave of Mexala, which he hath, which is in the end of his field, for as much money as it is worth. He shall give it me for a possession of a burying place among you. And Ephron dwelt among the children of Heath. And Ephron the Hittite, this was a Hittite man, answered Abraham in the audience of the children of Heath, even of all that went in at the gate of his city, saying, Nay, my Lord, nay, my Lord. He called Abraham Lord. Abraham conducted himself in such a godly and an upright manner that people referred to him as Lord. Amen? Now, he was in their country, but they were calling him Lord. Glory to God. He said, Nay, my Lord, hear me. The field give I, the field give, give I thee. And the cave that is therein, I give it thee in the presence of the son of my people. Give it I thee. Bury thy dead. Verse 12. And what did Abraham do? I deserve it. You're supposed to give it to me. I'm the Lord of the clan. Abraham, verse 12. Abraham bowed down himself before the people of the land. 
And he spake unto Ephron in the audience of the people of the land, saying, But if thou wilt give it, I pray thee, hear me. I will give thee money for the field. Take it of me, and I will bury my dead there. And Ephron answered Abraham, saying unto him, My Lord, hearken unto me. The land is worth 400 shekels of silver. What is that betwixt me and thee? Bury therefore thy dead. And Abraham said, Good, what a good deal I got. The field is worth 400 shekels. I suckered this guy. I got it for nothing. This poor guy, I got his field for nothing. No, that's not what Abraham did. Verse 16, and Abraham hearkened unto Ephron, and Abraham weighed to Ephron the silver, which we, which he had named in the audience of the son of Heath, 400 shekels of silver, current money with the merchant, and, and the field Ephron, which was in Mechpelah, which was before Mamre, the field, and the cave, which was therein. And all the trees that were in the field, that were in all the borders round about, were made sure unto Abraham for possession in the presence of the children of Heath before all that went in to the gate of the city. Now, now that teaches, oh, I'm up against the commercial. I just happened to look at the clock. I'll be right back. Hold on. I'll be right back. Don't go nowhere. I'll be right back. Do you need tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile LLC is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at www.johnrobinsontile2.com. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J-Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes. Renovation of kitchens and bathrooms installs all types. That's John Robinson Tile, the number two, dot com. Beloved, in Proverbs 22.1, it says, A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches. And we just read about Abraham. And notice that in this instance, in this instance, Abraham did the business in front of the whole tribe. Why? So that, so that when he would come back in later years, the whole tribe would have witnessed that Ephron was the actually... Uh, sold the field to Abraham And that money was exchanged Abraham used much wisdom To conduct this particular business Out in the open Now there's a whole bunch of business You don't conduct out in the open But in this case It was necessary Because a foreigner coming back And saying this is my, my cave and my field Ephron could have said No, no, no This is not your field And, and, and Abraham wouldn't be able to prove it so he used much wisdom to do it out in the open in front of the whole tribe and to weigh out the money right there so that everybody could see, Ephron, you got paid. You, that, that's Abraham, you got paid. We saw it with our own eyes. 
he used, but that's another lesson. That's a finance lesson. We're talking about a good reputation. The Bible says a good reputation is worth more than silver and gold. Glory to God. And so we learn some lessons from this. We learn to, that it is extremely important to protect your name, to protect your reputation. Your name and your reputation is valuable. Why do you think they came up with credit scores? They came up with credit scores. Oh, Pastor, that's financial. That's a yes, yes, that's financial, but they also check out. Does this person have character? Do they pay their bills on time? Do they pay their debts? Do they do the right thing? And if you've always done the right thing, that carries great weight. One time I was trying to get a house, and the woman told me down at the bank, she said, we checked you out, and your record is squeaky clean. She didn't say you have $10,000 in the bank for the down payment. She didn't say you got a million dollars. She said, we checked out your name and everything, and it came back clean as a whistle. So we're going to give you the mortgage on this house. Amen. We're going to do what you're asking us to do. A good name. Protect your reputation. The whole credit score system. And what people in America don't know is that TransUnion and that whole credit score thing, that actually was a secret organization that the American people didn't know anything about for decades. They were tracking the American people and, and, and scoring their reputations. But then a WikiLeaks guy came out and he exposed it. And once it got exposed, they said, oh, we're doing this for, so that we can give you higher interest rates. If you got a good credit score, we can give you better interest rates. They had to cover. But what they were doing was they were checking out your reputation. I had to do some business with my military record. And when I, so I had to, I had to, this was 30 years later, I had to send away from my original military record. And when I got back parts of my original military record, I was shocked because one of the things that I didn't know about, I didn't know they were doing this, is they, they besides all the other records, your health record, your combat record, your places where you were stationed, blah, 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 blah. They had a whole section in there about your attitude and your conduct. And it just, I was floored. I didn't know that they were tracking that. Amen. You don't know what, what, how you're being tracked and what's being looked at, beloved. I'm telling you that your reputation will get you in the places and get things done for you, and you won't know why. Look at Joseph. He had such a sterling reputation that God promoted him to become prime minister. He kept his nose clean. Amen. He had opportunity to do all kind of things. And then as time went on, he could have he could have had self-dealing. He could have self-dealed all the wheat to him and his tribe and let the Egyptians starve. As prime minister, he could have told people, I'm going out on business, took his chariot and went straight north and got across the line into the into promised land and lived up there, amen, and got away. But he never did those things. He lived upright. 
And because of that, they lived in when the other Egyptians went into sharecropping because they lost all their they lost all their land, all their cattle. They sold themselves into a sharecropping situation. The children of Israel didn't have to do that because Joseph, out of a reserve, fed them. Amen? Glory to God. Out of a reputation. And then when he had his, his children to swear that they would take his body, when they left Egypt, they would take his body with them. Jacob uh, uh, had uh, them promised that also. Uh, all that was done on their word. Amen. He, they took Jacob and Joseph, took the other uh, Jews' uh, family members' word that they would do that. And when the time came, they did. Amen. Be careful to get to procure and get a good name. And how do you do that? You do that by two ways. How do you get people's respect and get a good name? The first way to get respect, tremendous respect, is to be about something. Have a, have a goal, have a purpose, and be about your purpose. And when people see that you have a purpose and you're about your purpose, they like that. They respect that. You got, you're a person that has something going on. And they want to be around someone who has something going on. They want to be around a winner. Amen? And the second way to get respect is to keep your word and to do the right thing before people. I'm not saying you're trying to be perfect or Superman, but just do right. And people will notice that over time. They will notice that you're a person of your word that you're not perfect, but you're a person that can be trusted. You're a person that they can talk to. Be careful and keep, and keep a good name by doing the right things. Amen? And if you'll do that, you make it possible for, men, for other men to listen to you. They will listen to you when they won't listen to other people. When you do the right thing, you make it possible for other people to trust you, to look up to you, to, be, to take your counsel, to be guided by you. Amen? Why? Because you got something going on. Amen? They will heed. They will heed your advice when they won't listen to anybody else. But you'll ruin your name and ruin your testimony if you're not careful about what you do, not only will you ruin your name, but you'll ruin your good testimony. Fool around a whole lot, and people won't listen to you. They won't take you serious. Well, I would invite him, but he's so silly. No, I guess we'll just pass him over. Amen? You don't want that. Amen? And speaking of a testimony, having a good testimony, one of the ones, one of the, the, the greatest one with the greatest testimony is our testimony concerning Jesus Christ. And that's why he has such a great name. That's why the name of Jesus is revered by so many millions of people. Why is that? Because he has a great reputation. He has a great reputation for being a, a healer. Amen. 
and in testimony services all over the world, they talk about how Jesus healed me. He healed my face. He healed my broken bone. He healed my heart. He healed my brain. He healed this. He healed that. Jesus has a good testimony for being a Savior. Amen? Glory to God. uh, Sabbath day after Sabbath day and Sunday after Sunday, people stand up and testify about the great name that Jesus has, the great reputation that Jesus has, that he's a great Savior, that he saved them off of dunghill. He saved them when they were down and out. He saved them when they were in uh, uh, in the gutter. Glory to God. And he has a great test as a great testimony about Jesus as a great deliverer. He delivered me from alcoholism. I couldn't stop myself from drugs. But then I met Jesus. And when I asked Jesus to save me, I no longer wanted that crack cocaine. Amen. Jesus has a sterling reputation. And because of his great reputation, millions of people, their whole destinies are changing. Their whole eternities are changed. Why? Because of the great reputation that Jesus has. He has a great reputation for being a friend. He has a great reputation for being the rock that you can count on. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. The name of Jesus, glory to God. He has a great name, glory to God. He has a great reputation, glory to God. Glory to God. Uh, Glory to God. Beloved, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, Jesus said the one thing was necessary was him. He said, marvel not that I say unto thee, ye must be born again. Amen. Jesus said the business of this life is, he said the business of this life is, ye must be born again. Amen. He didn't say you must go make a million dollars. You must get an education, glory to God. If you want to spend eternity with God, glory to God, ask Jesus to save you. You'll find that he has a sterling reputation. You'll find that he has a worthwhile reputation, and he's worthy of his reputation because he does just what he says he will do, glory to God. If you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, if you believe that he died in your place for your sins, if you believe the Father raised him up the third day, if you believe that he is the Messiah, the Savior, glory to God, and you cry out and ask Jesus to save you, I can tell you that you shall be saved. Cry out and ask Jesus to save you. Ask the Heavenly Father to forgive you of all of your sins, glory to God, to forgive you, glory to God. Now, after you cry out and ask Jesus to save you, Ask Father God to lead you to a Bible-believing church, and they'll explain salvation to you in a greater way. Amen? But from the depths of your heart, with all the sincerity you have, ask Jesus to save you. And then ask Father God, your Father God, to lead you to a church that will explain, like I said, salvation and other things to you. Also, we have uh, five books on our website. Glory to God. Free books, free, no no charge at all, glory to God. You can go on our website, IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org or .com, glory to God, and pull up the website, click the books, go, and you can read the books free of charge on the screen or download it to your printer and you have a hard copy. 
and those books are free, and there's they'll explain deliverance, salvation, uh, uh, all kinds of all kinds of aspects of the Christian life. Amen. All kinds of things that you need to know after you get saved. But the main thing is to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved, and thy house. Amen. And thy house, glory to God. Ask Jesus to save you today, glory to God. You'll never regret it. That'll be the wisest thing you ever did. Protect your reputation. Just as Jesus has a sterling reputation, glory to God. You want to preserve your reputation. But understand that all your victories and everything you got comes because of Jesus, because of what he did on that cross. He died so that you could have the victory. Glory to God. He died in your place so that you could have the victory, beloved. Ask Jesus to save you. God bless you. See you next week. I love you. Bible has the answers. Good night. God bless you. I know the Bible is right. It's the Bible has the answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m., Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m., and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams, live on Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level.